Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code RTFP to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any. Ross Tucker Football Podcast is a Wisdom Wednesday presented by DraftKings, America's number one rated sportsbook app and DFS site. We're only two days away from a spread the word winner. That's a nice gift you guys could give me for the holidays. You could just interact with any of our social media posts that you never have before at Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker pod on Twitter or Instagram, my personal Facebook page, facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL, or you could interact on the YouTube page, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL and potentially get a cameo style shout out. I just did two of them right before we started recording the podcast. I just did two cameo style shout outs that people pay for 25 bucks. I'm giving away for free. All you have to do is comment on the YouTube page, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. We'll have a sponsor confirmation email winner on Friday. So many good sponsors right now. How about NetSuite where it's just, you just take a free, tour of their product it's a pretty easy free sponsor confirmation email you maybe get a little signed press pass i got army navy all kinds of awesome ones in the hopper for you guys unbelievable how many cool press passes i have that you guys can get it on now at this point and get a true collector's item that nobody else you know has it's really that simple maybe i'll go over tomorrow all the ones that we still have tomorrow or friday i'll let you know how many, which ones I still have. Patron shout out. Every day we're still getting a new patron. You guys are keeping the, the fire alive. I feel like this is like the Olympics, right? Keep the torch alive. Keep the torch burning. Every day, Dougal Chestnut. Patreon.com slash RT Media. It's that simple to be able to get all of our even money bets, all of my power rankings, all of the press box food rankings, all of my Friday picks, all there in black and white. You don't have to write any of them down. You can always access them. And you can interact with the coolest crew I know, the Tuckheads, on our private Slack channel, patreon.com slash rtmedia. Speaking of coolest people, let's talk to the Zen master, my favorite tea-drinking, Zen-practicing triathlete, who also is a professor 
and an agent and the host of the Business of Sports podcast, Andrew Brandt. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. Wow, when I do an intro like that, Andrew, you sound even cooler than you normally are. At Andrew Brandt on Twitter as well. But like I said, the green tea drinking, zen practicing triathlete who professionally is a professor slash agent slash writer slash award-winning podcast host of the Business of Sports podcast. Speaking of that, Andrew, what do you got on the Business of Sports podcast recently? I'm going to do a rants. I'm going to do a rants. I'm going to get into some things we may get into here, Ross. Uh, obviously, more about the Wentz contract. I want to talk about some of the non-NFL issues in the business of sports. What's going on in the NBA? Giannis. Did you say Giannis? Giannis? Giannis. Giannis. Giannis, is Giannis it, Antetokounmpo. Yeah. Giannis Antetokounmpo. In, uh, in Wisconsin. Myself. You got Giannis. You got uh, Paul George. Yeah, and the, and the whole James Arden thing. I want to talk about that, too. So that'll be on the business of sports. So I got uh, a small mug tonight, today. My big mug's in the wa- – in the, but I got some, um, some Rishi uh, jasmine tea going here. I re- highly recommend that. Uh, on the professor side, I'm grading these days. And I'll tell you this, Ross, as everyone who's worked in academia knows, preparing the exam – Giving the exam is the easy part. <laughs> Grading the exam, that's the hard part. Because I want to be true to these students. And you're just reading the same answers over and over. And how are you going to distinguish between one answer and another? And it's, man, it's a pain. Um, and the, the downside of being a popular professor is I have big classes. <laughs> I mean, I have a big, big class. So I'm reading and reading exams nonstop these days. I have to get them in by tomorrow. Can't you have somebody that does the grading part of it for you? I'm very, I want to be true to the students. I do have a TA uh, and she's reading them, but she's not grading them. Uh, And I just, I just access her to see, do you see this exam the same way? And usually we do, but I think to be true to the students, I got to read them all. And I got to grade them all. And, uh, you know, if they're watching, I'm, I'm a pretty easy grader. <laughs> I'm not going to bust any proverbial balls with grading. I just uh, I, I understand sports law is different than what they usually take. And uh, no less serious because of what's happened this year with COVID and everything else. But uh, I get it. You know, on the one hand. I can't imagine wanting to read through all those exams. I had a high school teacher that we figured out didn't actually read them. People would put like random stuff on page three or four. He would really just look at the first page and then like see how much, how many pages you had. And I didn't blame him. I mean, I wouldn't feel like reading all of them. On the other hand though, like you put so much time into teaching them that I would want to know what they got out of it. Like I would be curious to know like, were they listening? Like, did they really get out of it what I wanted them to get out of it? Yeah, totally. And, uh, you know, this was a strange semester, as everyone knows. I applaud Villanova because we did in person uh, every week. Now, I had some students that only did online. So that was a challenge toggling back and forth between all the people in front of me and then on Zoom and 
Do you hear the Zoomers? Do they hear you? Do you hear me? You know, I am a technological Luddite, as our producer Brian knows so well, and trying to incorporate the online group with the in-person group. That's a challenge. I think that'll be a challenge next semester and for a while as we face the world we're in right now. Okay. Several things to get to. One of which is the NFL announced last night, or there were reports last night, that they are not really recommending team bubbles for the postseason. Not only are they not requiring it, but it sounded like, Andrew, from what I read, they're not recommending it because they think what they're doing right now is going pretty well. And if you have everybody in the same place, I guess they're a little bit worried that that could lead to a faster spread, if I read that correctly. I know we don't want the whole segment to be COVID. We've done a lot of that recently. But this is, I thought, significant news that came out last night. Yeah, Dr. Alan Sills, the medical director for the NFL, has been pretty clear all along. I see his weekly uh, chats or question answer with Judy Batista of NFL.com. And yeah, he's been clear throughout this. He doesn't like bubbling. And, and I, I shouldn't say doesn't like it. He doesn't think it's necessary. He, th- he seems to think there are potential negative outcomes from bubbling at least as much from not bubbling, which is a little odd considering we're in a data world right now and data has shown bubbling works. NBA, WNBA, MLS, and of course NHL have all worked. But I think he's maybe concerned about bubbling mid-season rather than starting. And then I saw some comments, Ross, from J.C. Treader, the head of the NFLPA, a couple weeks ago saying, yeah, you know, taking guys away from their families, holidays, all that stuff. He wasn't on board with it. So that makes a difference when the NFLPA is not on board with it. I don't know. I'm wondering, you know, if you ask Dr. Fauci, if you ask uh, Sanjay Gupta, if you ask these, these real experts, should they bubble? I, I think they'd say yes. So it seems to be a negotiation issue where they don't want to go to the players because the players will ask for something. I, 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 that's just the way I read these things, Ross. Because to me, bubbling has worked. And especially if you're just talking about, you know, a short time frame, not like the NBA experienced all summer. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I think the NFLPA just doesn't want to do it. And, that's, and then so the NFL is saying, well, it probably doesn't help anyway. Um, I, I still wonder if there's going to be some teams that are like, hey, we got a month to try to win the Super Bowl. Like, let's all lock in. You know, we can do this. But I get it. Look, I if if I had kids and stuff, I wouldn't want to be away from them for, you know, six, seven weeks like that. So I understand it. I think a lot of these guys that are adults are saying, you know what? I can come to the facility, be here, and then go home my wife and kids or whatever, they're not doing anything that they shouldn't be doing. So I guess I can kind of see both sides on that. Um, I did want well, to get your thoughts. Oh, go let ahead, me, Andrew. Let me add what Treader, Treader had some more comments yesterday. I think he did a conference call with Demore Smith or something. I thought it was really interesting because he said this, you know, sort of coming out of COVID, what, what could stay? He did talk about kind of getting the, the, the dorm aspect of training camp and those kind of things. He said, that's gone. 
You know, he just felt like we don't need to do that anymore. You know, uh, he used an example, an accountant doesn't bunk in a, in a, in a hotel or dorm during tax season, you know, they go home. And it was, you know, when you talk about NFLPA priorities, when you hear that out of the president, you're like, Oh, okay. They don't want to go to dorms. They don't want to go to hotels. They don't want to sequester at all, at all, uh, next year, the year after. But then you get back to what I just talked about negotiation. If the teams say, well, you know, we traditionally do that. Is that a negotiation issue? Is that something the coach and the senior player council work out? It's an interesting comment coming out of, of Treader. Andrew, I saw where Chris Spielman uh, was hired to an executive position in Detroit. I liked his quote where he said, I'm not qualified to be the GM, but He's a special assistant to the CEO and the president, and he's leaving his role at Fox Sports in order to do this. I don't really have a specific question. I just wanted your reaction. Well, a couple things. Uh, I think I'm one of the first, so I'm going to pat myself on the back. One of the first team consultants hired. This was back 12 years, 11 years ago with the Eagles when I left the Packers and Howie Roseman was moving from cap to personnel, and Joe Banner brought me in to consult and do contracts for a year. Um, but there's been a lot of this. The surprise comes with what you just told me, because I don't know, I didn't know that. I thought Chris Spielman was hired on a short-term basis to find the GM and coach. What you're telling me is that this is going to continue, and he's left his job. Yeah, it's a full-time role. Okay. So to me, this, be, this is obviously more than consultant. And um, yeah, I mean, he's now the, I guess, like CEO. Uh, and, and the GM and the coach would be under him just the way it sounds. And listen, all the voices, people talk about too many cooks in the kitchen. It all can work if same page, all those cliches, good communication, everybody's on the same page. And Chris Spielman, obviously from his TV, seems to me an effective, very effective communicator. So I guess I'm giving it kudos because he brings in people he wants, good communication skills, all on the same page. Uh, I think kudos to the Lions for realizing this is out of their depths and let them do that. Some other things I wanted to get into with you, Andrew, revolve around television. Um, number one, we're going to have a playoff game that is going to be broadcast on Nickelodeon. I think we talked about this before, but now we've gotten more details. that They're going to have like googly eyes on the players <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it. I guess I'm going to ask my daughters to watch it and see how they react to it. Well, there's your point. There's their point. <laughs> your daughters would never watch, right? And uh, and they're going to watch. And I've said this many times to you, and I haven't really thought in terms of little kids, <laughs> but the number one objective for marketing departments in every sports league, and I'll rant on this as well, is attracting younger viewers. That's it. That's their number one 
that's the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Now, this is younger than I thought, <laughs> but this is a way to get them. The second part of this, Ross, is the megacast. We've seen this with ESPN and, and NF, uh, NCAA championship football games where you have simulcasts at different channels. And I think that's a wave. I do. I, I think that's the future. Uh, could be Nickelodeon, could be other ways. Uh, you know, what about the, the more a Nat Geo and talk about data? You know, those kind of things. Um, betting channels. You know, this is the wave I think that's going to come. And this is an example of that. So, yeah, good on the NFL for doing this. You just said it. You're going to have your daughters check it out, and there are going to be a lot of parents like you. You know, what's interesting about it is, you know, when you talk about like the mega cast or whatever, there are reports out there that the Thursday night NFL package is not that highly sought after. And it sounds like the, the people, everybody's tried it now CBS, Fox, um, NBC, and it sounds like splitting it with Amazon and splitting it with NFL Network, they just don't feel like they're getting the value out of it. I thought that was an interesting uh, note that you actually have a package, an NFL primetime standalone package that nobody seems to really want or at least doesn't want to pay what the NFL wants for it. It's an interesting point because Fox, as we know, what quadrupled the price uh, CBS, NBC had it for a couple of years and Fox, I think is paying, I don't know. I don't know what the number is. Three point something billion dollars over five years. Um, so it certainly was a valuable property from Fox, but we'll see where it goes. I and mean, it's part of the bigger picture, Ross. We haven't heard about serious negotiations with the networks. We have heard about ESPN trying to take over more territory. Uh, with ABC. So we'll see what happens. So the last thing, Andrew, relates to today, where the NFL owners are reportedly having a, a Zoom meeting, you know, one of their meetings. And one of the things on the table is whether or not they want to expand the season next year, as they are now contractually able to do with the NFLPA. This is a head scratcher for me, Andrew. Like, as if those guys are going to vote, no, we don't want a lot more money. Like, what are we talking? Am I missing something? What would compel those guys to possibly say, no, we don't want millions and millions more dollars? No, thank you. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, our conversations in March and April, February and March, Ross, I thought and continue to think the union gave away too much with that 17th game. In other words, didn't get enough in return but now it's locked in starting next year. If they want it for 10 years, they'll take it. <laughs> but uh, quickly on this meeting, this is the meeting every year that I would go to Dallas every year and we'd have the meeting and it's the financial meeting look ahead. So what did, and obviously it's gonna be different this year with COVID, but everybody's wondering about 2021 cap, everybody meaning all the people in the NFL not so, you know, obviously everyone else, players, but NFL executives. And this is where you get the crop report from the NFL Management Council. Uh, and it'll be leaked out to the media. You know, are they thinking 190, 180, 175? How low is it going to go? 
how much can you steal from future years to get a cap closer to 1898 this year, next year? So this, this will be the information I'll look for coming out of this meeting, which comes out every year from this meeting. Check him out on the Business of Sports podcast. And your best bet, by the way, in addition to the Business of Sports podcast, which will be uh, the very extended version of this with a bunch of the NBA talk, is to follow him on Twitter at Andrew Brandt so you can see about his newsletter and his stories, MMQB, and everything he's got going on. The great Andrew Brandt. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks, Ross. Let me plug that quickly. I am doing a free newsletter right now. Don't ask me why, but I am. Andrew-Brandt.com. You can sign up. Free newsletter. Thanks, Ross. Absolutely. Thank you, Andrew. How about NetSuite? I love companies like NetSuite, okay? Stop paying for multiple systems that don't give you the information you need when you need it. You know how many QuickBooks and spreadsheets and all of that stuff. It's time to upgrade. And it's time to upgrade to NetSuite. Join the over 22,000 companies using NetSuite right now. You can save time and you can save money. My two favorite things other than football, family, and beer. So my fourth and fifth favorite things, I guess, saving time and money. Let NetSuite show you how they'll benefit your business with a free product tour at netsuite.com slash Tucker. Schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com slash Tucker, netsuite.com slash Tucker. Tucks takes. Hi, Ross. Let's start today. More bad news on the injury front. The Eagles is safety Rodney McLeod and right tackle Jack Driscoll, both out for the season with knee injuries. Ryan McLeod tore his ACL again. Such a shame. He's an outstanding, outstanding young man, and he's a very good player. And this is the second time, I think, in three years that he's done this. So very unfortunate and not good for the Eagles because Darius Slays in the concussion protocol. Their other corner, Avante Maddox, is going to be out for this game. They have been – they got decimated in the secondary against the Saints. And then they had a bunch of young guys starting on the offensive line at left tackle, right tackle, right guard. They actually did pretty well. And I thought, okay, we're going to have the same starting group for the second time all year. Nope. So they will now have their 14th different offensive line combination, I think, in 15 games. No, 13th and 14 on Sunday. Tux takes. Meanwhile, the Baltimore Ravens placed quarterback Trace McSorley on IR and activated Des Bryant from the COVID list. Well, the McSorley news is significant because now Tyler Huntley from Utah, who was on the practice squad, he's now the backup because RG3 is on IR. Now Trace McSorley on IR. He hurt his knee Monday night. Just goes to show you in the Ravens' offensive system it is not easy to stay healthy rg3 couldn't mcsorley couldn't lamar jackson is the only one that really could you know he just got on the covid list but he's been able to stay healthy so far and des bryant i think we're all curious to see what des bryant can end up doing 
Speaking of the COVID list, Raiders put wide receiver Henry Ruggs on that list, while the Jags also put left guard Ben Barth on theirs. Yeah, I think it's Barch, maybe. I think I shorted you a letter there, Bri. Mm. You know what's funny? Since I write these, I could really make you look bad. Like I could make fake names sometimes, or I could put spell it wrong. I could real I could really sabotage you, Brian. You could, especially with the line. I don't know all the linemen for for all the teams. I mean, obviously, I know the position players, but I I, I couldn't tell you. You could have easily made up something for a, for a lineman, and I would have no idea. I'll be the first. So he's made. the guy that I think they drafted him in the fourth round. Played left tackle division three last year. He's the guy that was a tight end in Minnesota Division Three. I think St. John's maybe was the college he went to. And he was the guy that would like drink three of these shakes a day where he put like eggs and chocolate and like all kinds of stuff into a blender and chug it to try to gain weight. So he got a lot of uh he got a lot of notoriety for that. So he had been starting at left guards. He's on the COVID list. Henry Ruggs is a huge loss for the Raiders because he can't play Thursday night. Now he can't play against the chargers. Now that's a big difference. Your thoughts uh, on uh, what you and Andrew discussed, Chris Spielman hired in Detroit. Well, I've only talked to Chris Spielman a couple times, but that's a man's man right there. And I say that with reverence. I love the way he played the game. I love the way he approached the game. I think he's an excellent analyst. I have a tremendous amount of respect for how he approaches life. Uh, If you're familiar with the story of his wife who had cancer and passed away, it's uh, extremely emotional. And I just have so much respect for that guy. I think it's a slam dunk of a hire for the Lions. I am a little curious as to what his role will be. It sounds like he is maybe the go-between for the GM and head coach between them and the president and the owner. It's kind of like he's the, I don't want to say middleman, but he's the the translator, the, the liaison between the two. So it's an interesting role. Uh, frankly, that is the type of role, Bri, that I think I would be interested in. Because I don't, I think it'd be hard to be a, like a GM without having more of that scouting background. Although John Lynch has done a terrific job with it, but I do think someone that can kind of see the big picture on the business side, the football side, the forward-facing person for the organization. That's something I would I would entertain someday. Tux takes. And finally, not a huge surprise on this one. The Jets cut their kicker, Sergio Castillo. No, I mean, you missed three kicks in a row. You're done. It's such a shame. You know, these guys, they live very – Andrew dropped a big word earlier. They live very itinerant lifestyles. You know that word, Bri? No. Nice. Nice. I think it means like – Moving from one place to another might not. Itinerant definition. Let me look it up. Traveling from place to place. Woo! Genius. Genius. I use that correctly. In a sentence. In context. 
boom. So anyway, as I was saying so eloquently, it's a very itinerant lifestyle for these kickers. They have a chance to stick if they play better. But as soon as they miss multiple kicks, they are on the road again. And their itinerant lifestyle, Bri, continues. Speaking of itinerant, no real segue to tell you that myfrontpagestory.com is the greatest holiday gift of all time or Valentine's Day or Mother's Day. I don't know if people don't feel the same way I do. My mom has it framed. She loves it. My wife's grandma has hers framed. She loves it. Both of them hanging up in their bedrooms. Like, think about that. My mom's actually when you go right in her front door. So think about it. Myfrontpagestory.com, 49 bucks, best holiday gift I'm aware of. Let's do an email, Brian. It's been a little while. Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's your chance. It's time to ask Ross. The email address, Ross at RossTucker.com. Again, Ross at RossTucker.com. Whenever you just rate and review the show, or you become a patron, or you take advantage of any of our awesome sponsors, even my front page story, that counts. Send it to me, Ross at RossTucker.com. With your question, I'll answer it. All right, today's question. Hi, Ross. Hope all is well. Love your podcast. Two questions here. I work in Princeton now, and I'm sure that you're a big Hoagie Haven guy. What is your go-to Hoagie there? Question number two, historically speaking, the Eagles have had a lot of great linebackers. Uh, I'm sure you hear this a lot, and I don't want to get you in trouble, but why do you think the Eagles have not been able to develop these linebackers the way they used to? That is from, who is that from? That is from Zach Flaherty. Yeah, and by the way, Zach Flaherty is amazing. I love that guy. He is all over it on social media, retweeting, commenting. I've actually met Zach, I think, at the link, Lincoln Financial Field. Love Zach. You know, when, when you interact enough on social media or take advantage of enough sponsors and email questions into me that I, like, know who you are, that's pretty cool. That means you're legit. Hoagie Haven. I, I always, Zach, either got the whole chicken parm. So good. So good. Chicken parm hoagie or bacon, egg, and cheese omelet hoagie. Both of them. So good. The bread, Bri, it's so good. It's like this big. It's bigger than like I can fit on the YouTube screen right here. YouTube.com slash Ross NFL. And both of those were delicious. Depended on the mood I was in. Gosh, now you're getting me hungry. Uh, as for linebackers, I just don't think that the Eagles have devoted as many resources to it, right? Like, they haven't really signed a big free agent, and they haven't really drafted as many as they used to. Now, this past draft, they drafted Davion Taylor and Sean Bradley, so maybe one of those guys will develop. I think Alex Singleton and TJ Edwards show a lot of promise, but I just don't think it's been something that they've that they've prioritized is the answer, Zach. And they haven't because they don't think it's as important as the defensive line. And by the way, they're right. They don't think it's as important as the secondary. And I would say they're probably right there as well. Good questions. Love them. By the way, even Money Podcast later today on a Wednesday, the GC, Greg Cosell tomorrow. College Draft is already up. Both episodes of the Fantasy Feast podcast are already up. Shout-outs to Pizza Boy Brewing. 
How about Pizza Boy Brewing? They're getting some heaters so you can still eat outside there. I love it. Great work by them. Dynastyfreaks.com. Justin Christopher is the man. This is our last month talking about them for a while. If you're into fantasy at all, please check out dynastyfreaks.com. It's awesome. I believe Sportaculture is an amazing holiday gift for someone that loves football that you're not sure what to get them. Love it. Steakhousesports.com. Very cool concept from Chris Aronchik. And Vision Comics with an X. Look, I'm not a big comics guy, but people like Tuckheads J, one of our patrons, patreon.com slash RT Media, he tells me Vision Comics with an X is absolutely legit. And that's good enough for me. Please spread the word via social media. Please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or however you listen. Please download on multiple devices. All of that is a great thing for us. We appreciate it. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.